Hello everyone. Uh this is your host Sahil and welcome to my podcast The Last Train Home. Today I have a very special friend. His name is Irfan and he's an entrepreneur and he is a very philosophical person and I hope it will be enjoyable for you guys as well as it will be for me. So Irfan, how is it going? How was your day? Hey man, hey man. Uh I'm ready. I'm ready fine. It's going great for this side. How are you? How are you? not bad i mean i didn't have a productive day <laughs> but it was good at least this is something <laughs> so um yeah that happens yeah. that happens how long do we know each other for uh, i i guess we 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 know each other since a childhood i mean the day <laughs> when i used to when we used to wear those uh, underwears and run around <laughs> uh, yes <laughs> it's it used to be so much fun days man no responsibilities no nothing we are yeah. just young <laughs> just running yeah. around enjoying yeah i mean exactly we're talking after such yes. a long time to be honest yeah. and don't podcast yep uh, so um guys he was there from the very first school i went to and we lived in the same apartment building yes 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 one yeah. of our friends sohar yeah. used to live at your i yeah. remember that guy <laughs> he was something <laughs> <laughs> i guess i guess our our friendship was like a uh, kind of the doremon uh, kind of thing where uh, uh, like the jian was sohag who used to protect us okay <laughs> yeah he used to save us from other kids getting beaten in school he used to have like super power at yeah, that yeah. age i still remember one of your maid who he he was just like outraging with anger going to beat someone up the uh, lady who who used to work at your home couldn't even hold him right he exactly. was like he was a thick, to... thick baby <laughs> <laughs> yes uh. yes yes <laughs> Anyways, uh so why don't you introduce yourself to the people? Yeah. Yeah, sure, sure. So hello everyone. It's uh, really great to see you. Uh I am Irfan. I am currently uh w- working on my own startup named White Rose Lab and I I love uh coding. I used to do coding since I was small and it's really my passion in the middle I went uh, a bit hayward trying to explore other parts uh, which I uh, thought uh, interest me but uh, after all this uh, trying trial and error thing I settled with coding as my profession and uh, that's what pretty much uh, uh, I look forward in my future and also i'm a person uh, who like science and philosophy i i love philosophy because uh, i think it gives me a it gives me a reason to survive in this world uh, without uh, i i think we this life uh, that we have is uh, is really a gift that we have i feel this life is the thinking part of the universe that you belong to can you imagine just just think yourself as the thinking part of this universe because till now it's just we that we have found ourselves to be alive and we are the one who is 
capable of thinking so why don't we think in this manner like we are the thinking part of the universe just exploring feeling and seeing all the things that is around us so that's a philosophical thought that i keep in mind whenever i go to do anything uh, and this makes my life hopeful so and uh, i i really help uh, i really help people around myself doesn't matter what and that is a main goal of my business too to help around people rather than just thinking my business as a money making machine so that's what i am up to right now sahil that's what i'm up to right now that's that's very nice to be honest i i heard that you are very active as well when it came to you know the covid situation in west bengal because i saw that you you made a website right yes 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 so since we had a lot of interns working around around us in our company so one of the interns suddenly said uh, sir why don't we uh, make this uh, website where we can get the data from around the social media where everyone was sharing datas of uh, people from uh, who are selling oxygen or who are selling medicines which which was uh, like which people really couldn't found during that crisis stage there was no oxygen people were dying just because they couldn't give oxygen to the uh, patient that is that was the condition here in kolkata and one of our interns who was so so generous just came up with that idea so let's make a website where we can crowdsource the data from social media platforms and the ngos that are working to make a difference so listening to this i couldn't say no who would say no to this great idea and our whole web development team coded the whole night by the next morning within 24 hours we brought up a site which had all the contacts for oxygen which had contacts for meals which has contact for bloods the hospital beds that was there now uh, the white rose lab uh, was made with a simple philosophy in mind see in today's world businesses are seen as a money making machine but if you see a bit 100 or 60 years back you will see business actually arose as a give and take like let us talk about the barter system how it actually arose so it's like you have two chickens i have rice now we get on a deal you take one chicken of mine and you give me some rice okay so that is how it worked and slowly slowly we brought the concept of money but now a days we just look uh business as money but if you see just now i explained it is just like two people who are exchanging or who are helping each other it's so that really portrays that business were actually designed to help human beings so that is what our philosophy is white rose lab uh, is designed to help human beings and is designed to help businesses to create a greater impact in this world we completely have worked with clients who who have greater vision to create a impact in this world who have a greater vision to make this world a better place a bit more motivation on this like from where our company derives our motivation so just think sahil see uh, you are a part of your family and now we always think like uh, you want to bring your family forward right this is the every thought of everyone like i want to make my family great i want to make my family rich i want to uh, grow wealth i want to create an empire for my family this is what we have now just give a thought to it 
let us let us just say you think the same for this whole world and instead of you getting constant to four or three members thinking yourself as a family you think this whole billions of people as your family that time what you think is to make this world a better place what do you think uh, people like elon musk jeff bezos have philosophy i think they just have the philosophy of bringing this human race forward i think they have a dream of not limit, limiting this human race only to the small blue dot rather than they they have a uh, they have a goal of taking philosophy to the to the, uh, taking human beings taking human beings to the farthest part of this universe they want to uh, like bring a human race to the each and every nook and cranny of this universe so just think one day when we occupy jupiter or when we occupy mars and the solar system how proud will you be as a human being uh, one thing sahil yeah, yeah, sure. so when the first man lands on mars would you be not proud as a being a human being won't you i won't be so proud <laughs> yes just think just think that time when you were proud of being a human being why were you proud you because you thought this human being species as your family at that point of time yeah exactly so that is what that is what i want in this world my mission is to i know i cannot convert everyone thinking this same thought but to convert everyone as much possible as many people around me to think in this way to take the each and every human uh, as part of their family and rather think to make this think as a human species let us think as a human species rather than thinking as a human individual one day when we think ourselves as a human species then only we will think like going to mars then to jupiter then to uranus and then take the whole solar system and one day the whole universe because it's out there just for us to explore and we are so little why were we fighting here let us just help one another so that one day we can explore the whole of the universe that's what my business is all about that's what my startup is all about that's the philosophy side that's really nice you know you know as i say if you have great power you have to have great responsibilities right yes yes so and i mean what you are making right now with the whole startup situation it's it's very nice because it's it's not just concentrated on the you know main idea that you have to do something for your business but you also are doing so much in the field of you know social sciences per se so that that's very nice you know like today uh, i was on clubhouse and <clears throat> there's this guy like the whole team was talking about you know are humans inherently selfish or selfless and the whole time the guy was talking about the selfish gene you know by richard dawkins yes how people are made to be selfish and we have to sort of <laughs> express it and stuff yeah. but i don't think it's true like what do you think um i i i am a bit skeptical about it somewhat like i believe some of mm-hmm. what it and some not because i still fail to understand myself even though even though i try to help people around social do social work to help others around i still don't know whether i am a good human being or not because 
uh, every time I observe my behavior, okay, uh, whatever I do, later on at night when I go to bed, I observe my behavior. So I was thinking, uh, I, I found this in my behavior. When, when I help people, so suppose if someone approaches me or I approach them to help them, I really feel good. I really feel good to help them. But there are situations uh, which takes place. Suppose I'm helping a person and then I realize that the person just played a trick on me to get the help from me. I really start hating him even though I wanted to help him just because I came to know the fact that he just tricked me into helping it. From that point, I start hating to help him. So this is the dilemma I feel. Ki, uh, am I a good person really? Because anyways, I, I'm uh, I, in normal point, I uh, like to help people. Why do I feel betrayed or like why do I feel I've been played on when I feel like the opposite guy have tricked me into getting help from me? So this is a question which uh, still I don't know answer for. And that is why I still cannot uh, say with pride that I am a good person. So one day I hope I'll have this answer and I, I'll, I'll be uh, able to answer the question that you asked me just now. So that's what... <laughs> Did you ever feel this way? Just the situation that I talked about. I I did. I did. You know, I feel like it should. There should be like a free flow of giving. Yes. Like a lot of people, they they enjoy giving because it feels good. You know, but whenever people trick you into giving, you just feel very much used. Like I could have given that person out of my own free will, but if you trick me into giving you, then it's it's not yes. a good thing. It's it's not a good thing, bro. <laughs> Don't do that. But then, but then don't do things. So anyways, you are going to help him, right? Exactly. It's just a little attribute that he added. Just like I tricked you into helping me. So that is what confuses me. Am I a good person at all? Because <laughs> what do you say? Look, it, it all boils down to respect, right? I mean, when you help someone, you also help them out of the respect you have for them, you know? And uh, the people whom you help, they should have that much amount of respect for you to at least appreciate it or know that, you know, you, you are going to help anyway. But like, did you face something like this in your business? Yeah, of course, in my business, uh, I have faced a lot of clients, you know what? Uh, so in the beginning, when I was starting this startup, uh, so we we had zero clients to show our portfolio. So most of the clients wanted, uh, asked us, so, so what do you have in basket? What do you have done already? So we used to say we didn't have anything. Uh, and then the client used to say, okay, then uh, how can I work with you? So we gave them the option like we'll first work with you and then you give us the payment after you are satisfied with the work. Now what happened is that the client used to get the work done from us, take all our consultation, take all the design inspiration from us, take every idea that we shared and then at last he or she would leave a thing that uh, Irfan, I don't think uh, I'm getting a lot of uh, reassurance from your company that they will be able to take up this project. So might be this time it's a no for me. So that time I really, really feel bad, you know, that I, I, I was really trying to help them and they just took advantage of that like it was uh, trust me i believe in my designs and today i have got uh, more than uh, 
20 to 30 brands that I have worked with. Uh, uh, so I pretty much knew uh, the value of my designs that it was. And those uh, clients again used my design inspirations after uh, words. So that time I felt betrayed, that time I felt used because I literally wanted to help those startups because uh, you know what, startups really have uh, very less budget. So that's a constraint that they have. And uh, our business uh, doesn't uh, let some great ideas miss around because it's just uh, for the budget. So we agreed to work with that client and that that mishappening happened with us uh, that was mostly our third project uh, that we are working with uh, and that took place I feel betrayed I, I feel betrayed because uh, it was about two to three weeks that we worked with that uh, client and that's what and this is what I faced in my business part uh, and in friendship I felt this thing a lot I got this a lot from a lot of friends uh, <laughs> uh, where I was tricked into helping them. So I, it is not that I hated helping them. I would, I would, I would eventually like even they wouldn't have even asked me to help them. I would have helped them. But the moment I learned that they were tricking me into helping them, I suddenly repelled from them. I don't know why. Then these questions came to my mind. Like, am I a really good person who is trying to help everyone? Or am I a person who is just trying to help some sects of people uh, who uh, who are, I don't know, that, that's the case with me. That's the case with me. Well, uh, I mean, if you need any reassuring, I mean, I know you for a long time and I've always known you to help other people. Like you have that natural tendency, you know, like whenever you see someone in need, you just do it. You just help them without even thinking about what you will get in return. So maybe it's, it's of course, I mean, you are a nice person. But there, there is no playing with that. But maybe what you just need is that, you know, people to at least know that you are doing something and you're not doing those things just because you want something in return. You just want that recognition. But somehow a lot of people, they, they don't really give <laughs> much attention to all these, all these finer details and i mean it sucks but yeah yeah and i also feel once you help once you help uh, that help comes back to you first you have to give before you take absolutely trust me trust me i believe in karma you know <laughs> i and i don't know like it's not because it's not that i believed in karma from day one I, I, I am forced to believe in karma. Trust me. After my company undertook this project of uh, making a crowdsourced database to help everyone get uh, information about COVID help in Kolkata, yeah. the about two or uh, two and a half weeks later, I won a giveaway of worth $1,000. <laughs> okay. And this, this kind of thing really happened with me. Every time I did some good work, somewhat I got it back in some form. So that for that project, my company didn't even have to spend $500. But I got back things worth $1,000. That's what. Before. Yeah, it's, it's all about good feedback. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I mean, that's just karma. I just got that thing in a giveaway. I was lucky. There was, uh, there was about... Uh, 
about um, 800 to 850 live people in that in that uh, show so one person will be randomly picked up in that live who will get access to that $1000 uh, course so suddenly at the end of the live when they re- uh, they showed my name i was like man how is this true then later on i thought might be this is the karma that i'm getting back just this this that's it i believe if you good give good uh, to this world the world will give you good you just need to wait you just need to wait but trust me you will get back good if you give good that's it that that's a very good philosophical advice for people i mean all we need is just patience and to be kind to other people <laughs> we don't need anything else you know yes and anyways so yes. um, just trust sorry you were saying something yeah i, I just think uh, just do your part and trust the process and everything will fall into place it's just mm-hmm. there it's exactly. just there so yes. i know that you got a scholarship to study at iser right yes. and for people who don't know what iser is iser is the indian institute of science education and research which it's it's a very popular it's a premier <laughs> institute in india it's situated in pune so uh, how did your life change from there on <laughs> i think uh, iser was the best part of my life you know uh, uh, the person that you are seeing me today wasn't the person really some years back before i went to iser uh, so i met really great people the best the best uh, people out there uh, one can meet in the life so uh, when i went to iser things pretty much changed around me so fast the environment because till my class uh, 12 uh, i didn't even go out of my hometown okay i just stayed in that small town in barasat from my uh, childhood to my class 12 standard and suddenly that small boy who didn't even go out of his hometown is going to a entire new city uh, so i got a really different environment there and i was lucky to get into iser because i met really great people there so my uh, i i got my first inspiration from a event i so there was a event where all the nobel peace prize winners were invited to give them a talk so i was uh, also invited there since i was a kvpi scholar so i went there to hear the talk and after the talk we had a lunch session so what i noticed was we had a buffet system there so the same buffet from i am taking the food is the same buffet from where the nobel peace prize laureates was taking the food can you imagine there there's so much down to the earth can you imagine i i was just thinking these are people who have made immense contribution to this human race to this human society they are the people who took this human race to the next stage and they are eating with us they are eating with us having no sense of difference that well i'm i'm so knowledgeable i did so many things i should get some perks i should get a special buffet which is exclusive only for me they have got nothing like that and you go to them you say hello sir they talk to you in such a such a happy manner it's like 
that thing that very day when i saw them all my pride that i had or before any small achievement that i had before just went away that went away because this is what true knowledge is when you have when you are really knowledgeable you feel that you it's it's a lot that you have got to learn and it's nothing that you have inside you it's just one person that you have known and you can't be proud of that there is so much thing that is out there to learn this is one point that i learned after going to iser another thing that i learned was patience so there were students who were researching on their ideas for like 3 to 4 years and since they were not getting a original idea they 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 were like just putting into it because see the uh, in iser what uh, the system is like you have to have a thesis before you can get your degree so they were not even giving a uh, uh, they were not even concerned about the time that they're losing the degree the, like uh, the it was supposed to be a five years course they are in that for eight years now and they didn't finish their degree they don't they do not seem concerned they are just concerned that i'll find my original idea and work on it they are just patient to get that uh, to get that original idea they're just working and that is one point where i learned that have patience good things will come good things will fall into place and there i have also heard stories in iser where people was patient and they worked on their original idea and they got into great laboratories around the world so the second thing that i found in iser was patience and the third thing uh, that i that, that's one of uh, one of the most important thing is uh getting uh, around with psychedelic substances i think uh, that phenomenally changed <laughs> uh-huh. who i was at uh, since my area of research in iser was around neuroscience uh so i was really um, i was really uh, into uh, the thing that what consciousness is about or how our brain yeah. thinks who we are uh and uh, they studying a lot about it lot about it i i don't know some studying about consciousness one day i hit this word psychedelics uh, so then i google then i found out the different trip reports and the scientific papers that are released on it and and then i really got interested in it and then i i i at that point of time i was also thinking uh, what is the original idea that i can work on i can research on i can publish my paper on so then i chose the psychedelics uh, to help you with your mental condition how to use psychedelics with your mental condition so i was reading about how psychedelics were used in the sumerian tradition uh, to uh, to increase the spirituality how it was used around all uh, around different uh, old uh, societies in africas in south america how they were used in australia and how it formed a major part of their culture and uh, the hippie culture that was around in america and how it affected uh, the uh, image of psychedelics uh, in this world so i was really into it i was enjoying i was pursuing my research and uh, uh i one day uh, one day i uh, got a chance to try it myself and uh, that day it uh, it really changed my view of the world that's the most important thing <laughs> <laughs> that that's okay let's um 
So which drugs did you try? Um, <laughs> it's it's not that I, I tried there. It's just that I tried during that time. I mean, you know, it's just like I, because I was yeah. a young boy suddenly who didn't have freedom. So that young boy suddenly was free to do anything, and I was like. Uh, i and all from my childhood i was of this mindset like i'll try everything but i'll not get dependent on it mm-hmm. doesn't matter it's my favorite food it's my favorite person it's my favorite recreational sports or anything so the same was with all the psychedelic experiences i had uh, i tried a uh, different a uh, lot of substances around there uh, one or two times and i was really fascinated Uh, the way human mind is the way human mind is uh, the first thing I'll, i i would like to share my experience on psychedelics is that just uh, ask yourself who you are like suppose i ask you a very fundamental question sail okay so uh, one of my kidney gets damaged okay so you are my friend you give me your kidney mm-hmm. and that means a part of you is living within me right yeah it's your kidney right now you die so will people call that you are still living because a part of you is still living within me isn't it exactly did you ask this question so sail actually <laughs> didn't die right no sail is still within me he's alive he just cannot talk he just cannot see he just cannot feel but he is there within me but, it's a different side right contributing i'll be contributing to you you know yes 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 so this is a question so this question i had uh, right if you remove one cell uh, one cell one by one from your body so when is the time that you are not going to be you or suppose let's take an example of this hypothetical situation yeah. i am transferring one cell from my body to yours and i am taking one cell from your body to mine so okay. when is that point that i can call you are irfan and i am sahil when is that point because i i take your kidney you are not calling me sahil i am still no. irfan now okay let me say i take your lungs too and you take my lungs also okay mm-hmm. you want you won't call me sahil right you are still sahil but a part yeah. of you so like this one by one we exchange organs or we exchange each and every cell so when is that one point that one point will come when i become you and you become i isn't that confusing <laughs> yeah i i actually formed an idea about it <laughs> yes sure like, sure you're a doctor right you will have a lot of ideas it's it's not related to medicine per se but it's like this it's like suppose um if if we exchange our brains like you have my brain and i have yours so i will be irfan in sahil's body yes but people will find it so difficult to call me irfan right because i'm still sahil okay okay so that means we we have like two parts to it right one is our consciousness and the second one is like how impactful we are to other people right yes yes so i i don't think it it can be ever exchanged because like if if i see if maybe uh your mother even though she will know that you are not you she will still when she sees you she will be like oh that's my irfan <laughs> that's not sahil even though that is sahil yes 
so you are limiting like consciousness to only to the brain so you are saying right yeah. uh, if we change the brain it will uh, we will i will become you you will become me mm, sort of yeah but but i i i don't know this is a shady area that i think like yeah. uh, because after all you see these uh, these uh, cells which i don't know of much of biology uh, right now because i've left that subject like 2 to 3 years back uh, uh, so what till uh, now whatever knowledge i had it feels like all these cells that are working together is just working for you right they want you to survive so what do, so why would this cells within me want want sahil to survive because sahil is there in my brain they won't they search for the irfan and if they don't find that irfan they will attack sahil <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know this is a confusing uh, area and you know it, it's it's a it's something like this you know like for example you you have a pixel so uh millions of pixels will make one really high quality image but yes that one very pixel can make another image with like a lot of pixels so like pixel is like you know the yes. standard point the the element of a picture so cells are like yes. the element for human beings yes. they make tissues and then tissues to organs to the organ system and to us <laughs> that's what i like. i mean that's fascinating right like that is why you know what i decided uh, like after i die i'll just uh, donate all my everything i uh, to some people around me i just want that i just want to keep on living in someone's body doesn't matter if i have consciousness or not <laughs> so so did you think about these when you were high like you were high one to one day and you're like ha huh, if i give my kidney to sahil <laughs> and then i die <laughs> what will happen no this just came to my mind while i was thinking you know when you are on you are high and uh, uh, you feel that's a different kind of feeling you know the you are really not in your body and it's like you are thrown into some unknown space and uh, it's someone i'll i'll exactly describe your feeling suppose it seems like you are just born today and you have this big body with you and you don't know what to do around yourself that that's how i felt in my first trip uh, and that time what happens that you slowly slowly discover yourself okay this is who, this is my whole body right and i am just within this i was just thinking all this okay and then i'm like okay i'm just within am i within this or am i in this room or the whole room is me this kind of uh, thoughts were coming and then slowly slowly uh, this thing thing came to my mind so if i put this small small parts of me into someone else uh, am i going to be still here or am i going to be in that person okay yeah. this kind of thoughts came to my mind and uh, see another practical example of which i have a question on sahil since you are into medicine see um cancer cell mm-hmm. why cancer uh, happens is that as far as i know it's just because the cell uh, yeah. doesn't stops dividing when it should stop divide and it wants to stay alive more more for more time uh, than uh, it should have stayed alive right i guess this is why cancer forms it's called contact inhibition that the cancer cells lack okay okay so 
so uh, i'll give a bit kind of uh, my phil- philosophical approach to it like i feel like uh, it's uh, all the cells in your body is just striving for one thing they are working for this one individual called irfan or sahil to keep him alive and they are sacrificing themselves right a cell is supposed to die after some time and they are sacrificing themselves but a cancer cell is not doing so he wants to live on okay he wants to live longer he wants to multiply himself instead of dying so i feel like is it i mean it's really might be it's really strange to think in that way so i feel like some might be this this group of cells whom we call cancer cells are said are actually a part of body who turned against yourself and doesn't wants your survival whose whose priority is not your survival but their survival they want to live rather than you and that is why they keep multiplying risking your life and that is why ultimately we die and they die along with it after all that's a different game but in the beginning i feel it's the cancer cell which uh, which is a part of you that doesn't wants to be you anymore isn't it yeah so our body they have a lot of growth factors and you know when when the cells lack contact inhibition they divide without any restrictions you know like these growth factors they malfunction so whatever it is uh, the cancer cells everything related to it is still a part of you and okay. it's 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 really strange <laughs> like the theory that you suggested that you know maybe they don't want to be a part of you yes yes that is what i think just cancer cells are uh, just a part of you who doesn't wants to be a part of you it's just like a it's just like india uh, like india or a part of kashmir which doesn't wants to be a part of india who started <laughs> or somewhat like that kind might be or a uh, civil war broken uh, that broke in a country who doesn't wants to be a part of that country the same might be happening in our body a part of us who doesn't wants to be us so you thought about all these after <laughs> I, i mean i was thinking all this when i was high when i was in that trip because i it really see i i use matlab uh, if you say me psychedelics i i use it like, like uh, once or twice a year just for uh, enhancing m- my motivation to have clarity uh, about myself to see the personality splits and to s- to seek the real me within self that's what i use it for nothing else after uh, outside that nothing else <laughs> it's not for fun it's not for yes it's not for time pulse and basically the research that i was doing in iser was the application of uh, uh, lsd in post traumatic stress disorder patients uh, so i was doing a, a thesis review uh, of this kind of sort of a research paper so where uh, the researcher stated that we can use this psychedelics to enhance uh, the life of ptsd persons and i think see i since i had a practical experience uh and i felt it really enhances we need a lot of research because it's not a thing to be played with it's really not a thing to be played with i repeat it's like since you are hearing this from me it doesn't mean you will go today and try it trust me i should go and do it <laughs> don't do it brother yeah. it's not a simple 
kind of other drugs that you are trying it's kind of a thing which can really leave you wasted the rest of your life if you are not able to handle mm. it properly trust me so it should be take these things are to be handled with caution and i guess that's the reason why it's still illegal because it's really hard for the researchers uh to have a protocol around these substances how to use because we really have got real idea no idea about consciousness or like how the brain works we are right now we are in a stage of collecting data from uh, about the different brain researches and might be in the next 100 or 50 years we might have some vague idea about this consciousness how our brain works i don't know that is how what i felt during my two years of research in iser so these these drugs are not recreational drugs yes yes i don't think that is for recreation i mean i mean uh, once you try uh, the day you try acid and the next day you come out of it if it's it was a recreational drug you would feel like okay let me try it again but it's not on psychedelics mm-hmm. i guess that's uh, that's a thought yeah that's a thought and i have a question for you sahil right i have a question for you it's like okay see ultimately no matter what i do the startup i create or i kick someone or i steal someone's money or i help someone or i slap someone doesn't matter because i am going to die so why am i working why you will work any like after all i am going to die what's the use like what's the use of making this uh, company i'm going to die what's the use of you studying being a doctor you are going to die you you have a goal you will build it but you will die so so it's kind of a nihilism do you, <laughs> you do you know about nihilism yeah 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 so it's kind of a nihilistic concept you can say so what's your that's that's the worst part i uh, felt when i was a child like anyways i was going to die why should i have a purpose so why why, why i mean we are after all we are going to die alone and these things are going to vanish one day and i used to feel depressed do you think like one day will lose everyone around you your best dear ones around you is not going to be there so i used to feel really sad now how, uh, like uh, what do you think about it how do you think you would go around this uh, depressing thought that the best people around you you are going to lose them one day are slowly going to die and are slowly dying like we are all slowly dying right yes becoming older but well i think no one needs a name right like you know it's if i give an example of the cells you know like you will have a lot of cells in the body rbcs the erythrocytes red blood cells they have uh, they die after 120 days yep so they can either stay in the body and don't do shit and die after <laughs> 120 days or they can contribute something to the body and die after 120 days so if if you know that you have a deadline yes. uh, somehow you start to realize that you can do so much so you're you're not doing it because you feel like you have to have an aim or you have to have like like you have to make yourself happy or other people happy you do it just because you can you yep. know like because you could make a startup you made a startup yep. because i could study medicine because i i can make a podcast i am making it you know 
So the initial inhibition that we have when we realize that we all have a deadline, we st- start to lose that inhibition and we do whatever we feel is the right thing or at least what we can do. Okay. Okay. That's great. That's yeah. a great way so, of seeing it. Yeah. Carry on. Carry on. I'd love yeah. to hear more. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so, so if, even if our people are dying, you know that you are going to die as well. Yes. So uh, just like Yanu Reeves said, right? Like what will happen if someone dies? Well, yeah. the people that love you will miss you the most. Yes, man. That that, that touched my heart. That yeah. day I saw that. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, no matter what we do, we still have like an end point. Like if, if there is a line, there is a start, there will be an end. But at least we can make a difference, even if it's something little. I mean, there is butterfly effect. We We are somehow making a difference, even if we are sitting at home and doing nothing. You know. Okay, that's a, that's a great way of saying it, man. That's a great yeah. way. Because I really, it took me really a lot of time to figure, to come out of this depression. Uh, my depressive thoughts, like, I mean, it really used to, uh, see, as an entrepreneur, it's really hard, you know, keeping yourself motivated because you are trying out ideas, getting into business against your family. Your family wants uh, you to study this thing, but then you want to try this thing. You know how it's there in India, how we, how yeah, much yeah. value what others think. That's how our society is built around. So exactly. that's what it, it's really tough to keep yourself motivated because when you don't have your family beside you uh, at certain point that you feel like there is nothing worthwhile to do. You feel like anyways, I'm going to die. So let me just enjoy. Why do I just work hard? Just uh, putting out the sweat, the hard work. Why? I'm Anyways, I'm going to die. These are not going to remain. And anyways, people are going to forget me. So I used to think this way. Uh, yeah, this is uh, this is this was this was <laughs> depressive for me that point of time. This is depressive. It, so it's a so, very realistic thought, you know. But but somehow, like everything, people are not going to remember us. But some people, like the people who actually matter, you know, they will remember us somehow. And I mean, I think that that's beautiful in a way that you know that like you don't need to be remembered by by a lot of people but even if it's one or two person that's enough yes 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 exactly exactly that's that's what i feel like i i i you know how i saw this thing uh, uh, the nihilism kind of concept like we are going to die so uh, anyways we are going to die and uh, there is nothing we can do about it uh, so I thought it in this way, like, okay, since I'm going to die, no one will remember me what I am doing. That's a great point, man. No one will remember what I have done. <laughs> so I can try out anything. Exactly. Why didn't I think this way? No one, no one exactly. is going to remember me. Then I can try out anything I want. People don't try. care. You can do whatever. <laughs> yes. That's what, man. I, I was thinking, this small sentence didn't come to my mind for like one or two years. I just kept thinking, like, why would I work hard? No one would even remember me. I yeah. think that's the best part. No one would remember you. The humiliations exactly. you had, the the when somebody scolded you, when somebody punished you, the or like you 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 failed in one subject, you got zero, you failed in your business. 
no one is going to remember dude so just try it out try out 100 different things <laughs> see it this way and the day i thought it this way i started doing like trying out new new things and i started living this is how i went around this kind of thoughts <laughs> what do you say <laughs> well, that's a really good piece of advice i mean like imagine if if you're throwing a dart you throw a lot of them maybe people will laugh maybe they won't but after that night no one will huh. but at least some of the darts will stick yes yes that's what that's what all the stones that you throw to take down a mango from a mango tree won't hit the mango so that is the thing like there has to be tries which will fail and but there will be one try which will just go and hit the mango and you will get your fruit and that enjoyment man yeah. that is that is that is awesome that is awesome okay uh, a dad joke around mangoes <laughs> uh, how do you call the people who love mangoes no idea dude no idea aam aadmi people oh man <laughs> Uh, I I don't think your friends would know the meaning of Ahmad. No no no. So um Ahmadmi party is a political party in India. Okay. Ahmadmi is like uh, it translates to common people. So it's the party for common people. But Aam also means mango. So Ahmadmi also means mango person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's nice. That's nice. Yeah, we can give compliments like bro you look so ripe like a mango. <laughs> Oh, that'll be like a nice pickup line. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so we are running short of time. Uh, so I want you to pitch your idea about your uh, startup. Uh, you have like five minutes. Would you think that it's possible for you to do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Okay. I I have already spoken about my startup before. Uh, what's the basic philosophy? So uh, we are a SaaS company, White Rose Lab. We are really creative set of professionals uh, who is uh, working behind the scenes. We uh, offer. We generally uh, serve small and medium scale businesses uh, with their. take part so as since small and medium scale businesses have got a really small budget and they can't compete with the big ones because of the tech uh, advancement that they can't afford we make it affordable to them and uh, that's the main usp of our company and uh, one of the best part is that you have an idea doesn't matter at which stage you just come to us we will be happy to help you out and surely uh, our team will find some solution to your problem and uh, that's pretty much it and we uh, revolve around the quotations square ideas for a round world square ideas for a round world so if you have any square ideas for this round world visit www.whiteroselab.com and get uh, it done make it real we would be really excited to welcome you Thank you so much. Thank you so much. That's it. Sail. <laughs> I <amazing>. guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you guys make websites, applications dealing with everything related to small scale as well as large scale businesses, right? Yes, 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 yes. So basically it's like the CTO services you need for your business. We offer, we help you with that. We help you with that. So guys if if you are planning on making your own startups or maybe your own website or an application related to you 
you guys should check them out i'm going to put the link every everything related to them in the description of the podcast and feel free to slide into his dms and <laughs> make his day better <laughs> yes dude <laughs> yeah i love talking to people around the world I, it's really great to know others others experiences and i would uh, give a small suggestion to everyone see i have failed a lot of startups before this i have start i had started a startup for selling books <laughs> okay for selling books at cheap rates i had failed a startup called uh, ducky i have failed a startup called uh, um, i even forgot that name where we crowdsourced teachers to help people okay so i have failed three to four startups before this but that doesn't mean you will stop you know because uh, because once you stop it's done just keep going just think what's killing you is the thing that will one day make you big because others gave up at this point that is why there they could they they are not as much uh, high as uh, in uh, as they could go and it's so important it's so important to do what you love because you know when you are doing a startup or working on your idea you it's so hard to keep working on that idea after facing failure so it's so hard to keep working on that idea after facing failure so i'm repeating it two times because it's really hard if you don't love it if you don't love it any person would give you give up trust me any person would give up instantly i feel faced failure i'm going to give up because i don't you don't really love it so trust me if you do what you love because see i i in the middle i also went to, i tried to do research i tried to uh, to do other sort of stuffs but that wasn't really my cup of plate um, uh, and that's why i feel like i really loved coding from my childhood and then i found out that's the thing that i really want and that's why i didn't give up on the startup and that is why uh, till today it's quite successful i i had 6 months when i started uh, the startup for 6 months there was uh, like uh, zero customers coming i was just working uh, day and night but zero customers coming any rational person would give up at that point but i did it because i like coding i wanted to help the small scale businesses and slowly slowly it grew up and today this is where we are and speaking with usail <laughs> that's it that's yeah it. so perseverance is the key to a successful yes. startup and successful everything you know patience is yes. the ultimate key anyways so um this is where we end our talking this is where we end the podcast for this week and thank you for being in the show it was lovely talking with you and introducing you to so many listeners thank you so much sahil it's uh, really a proud moment for me to be here you are doing a great job man i think that this is going to help a lot of persons out there you are you are doing the a great job you can't even imagine you are uh, inspiring a lot of people out there because a lot of people need this uh, uh this kind of things to stay motivated this might change someone's life somewhere in this corner of the world you don't know how much of a great job you are doing dude great <laughs> job dude <laughs> thank you so much so uh with this we are going to end this episode i hope 
you have a nice evening irfan and i hope everyone who is listening to this podcast to have a really good night if i bought the last train home would you board it with me the night is dark and i like it that way what a time to be Hear my voice, you'll hear me as you go To all the stories that you'll know Of me and you